Hi there. Thank you for listening to the Student Life Podcast. Before we go into this episode, I want to take a moment of consideration for all the people out there that are in a difficult situation right now. Because of the restrictions to tackle the spread of the coronavirus, a lot of you might not be able to go outside or visit your family and friends for a while. Remember, you're not alone and there's a lot of support and activities you can find online. If you're looking for some extra support or if you want to support a fellow student, you can always reach out to the Student Life Coaching Instagram community. That is student underscore life underscore coaching. I will also release some extra episodes of the Student Life podcast in the next few weeks so you can stay occupied with that. And if that's not enough for you, you can also read my blogs, download one of the free exercises and tools, join an Instagram live session or one of the webinars that I'll be giving. It's all free, so if you're feeling a bit lonely or isolated these days, join the Student Life Coaching community and find all the support you need. And if you're not in a city lockdown or in self-quarantine, take some time to support the people around you. Maybe your elderly neighbor needs some groceries, or you can walk somebody's dog while they're sick. Take care of yourself, stay safe, and I hope to meet you soon in the Student Life Coaching Instagram community. That is student underscore life underscore coaching. What I see as being a vision is kind of filling that big black hole. That's when it really hit me, when I knew this is, this is it. This is what I've been looking for all my life. We have reached such a state of abundance that, in a sense, it can also be a trap. You are listening to the Student Life Podcast. I am Katinka van Kan, a student life coach, and in this podcast I discuss different topics and challenges around life as a student. And I do this with students, teachers, and other professionals. So, sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of the Student Life Podcast. This Student Life Podcast, we will talk about vision creation. How do you create a vision? What to do when you get stuck? And what is the best way to discover everything you can do in your life? With me today to talk about vision creation is Martin from Realize Your Growth. Welcome, Martin. And before we go into our conversation, what should we know about you? Hey, Katinka. Thank you for having me on the podcast. What should you know about me? Yeah, my name is my name is Martin. I live in Maastricht here. I'm originally from the Eindhoven area. Uh, that's where I grew up. Uh, I could tell you a lot of like personal things about me, but I guess I can start with a, a bit more depth and share my mission, what I have, my mission with Realize and the mission I see in my life, I guess. Yeah, because Realize is your company, right? It's your business. Yes, indeed. So I see it as my mission to create structures that support young people in shaping their unique life journeys. So that's the, the one liner I came up with after a lot of thinking and contemplation. We can get into, you know, how to get to such a statement. And right now I'm living that mission in, in three different ways. So I have my own company, Need Realize, where I do this very directly, give workshops on vision creation. Now also a workshop series where I help people to discover what their authentic career path is. Awesome. Yes. And other than that, I'm also a trainer and content developer at Keto Advance. And I'm also teaching at the University of Maastricht now. So I'm doing multiple things, um, but all under the, the banner of this, this one mission, so to speak. Yeah. And what's your favorite thing to do? Because it's a lot. It sounds like you have three jobs. <laughs> I kind of do. Yeah. My favorite thing is realize. That's really the thing I'm, I'm putting my energy 
behind and what I want to grow in the future. Yeah, and today we will talk about vision creation. So why does this specific topic interest you so much? What is it about creating a vision that that triggers you, that excites you? I can start this maybe with a, a bit of a personal story as well, how I got into personal development at all. And I wasn't into personal development like from when I was young, actually quite the opposite. I would say that until I was around 20 years old, especially like between maybe 15 to 20, I had very little purpose in my life. And I was just kind of going with the flow. You know, I was, I was the kind of student that was just getting the six and uh, that was it. Yeah. Just kind of, you know, bullshitting around with friends and things like that. Live, living your life. <laughs> yes, yeah. just, yeah, just going with the flow, so to speak, until I had this moment of realization that I want more out of my life, that the path I'm walking on right now is not leading to fulfillment and it's not like the best life I could be living. Yeah. And the first thing I did to align me with a different path is creating a vision. So actually thinking about what kind of life do I want to create? So that that's like the, the first thing I really did. And that's also the, the first thing I want to help people with. Right. So how old are you now, if, if I'm allowed to ask? Yeah, sure. I'm <laughs> 24 now. All right. Still still pretty young. Yeah. So it's about four years ago when, when it first hit you. Maybe there's more. Were you already done studying or were you still in uh, This was the end of my bachelor's. So that was kind of, I guess, what hit me, like the the, the midlife crisis, the young midlife crisis. <laughs> yeah. I was like, okay, I'm almost done with my bachelor now. What am I going to do after my bachelor? That that question really allowed me to kind of zoom out of my life. It's that moment when life is knocking on your door. Yes. As, soon, as long as we're in university, I've had exactly the same experience as you. Like in university, it was all like fun and games. Um, and yeah, you know, you just do your thing. And then at some moment you, you realize, hmm, what happens after this? And there's this big black hole of not knowing exactly. <laughs> what's going on. Exactly. I went to South Africa at that point. I was like, okay, bye, Maastricht in the Netherlands. So yeah. I'll just run away for a bit. Came back after a few months. Same big black hole of not knowing what to do. Uh-huh. All right, so what then? So you realized, hmm, here's life. I have no clue. I want to create a vision because there's more. So why did you start? So I, I really love what you said about like the big black hole that yeah. you see in your future because what I see as being a vision is kind of filling that big black hole. Yeah. You know, it's starting to paint that canvas because as humans, we have this incredible ability to visualize futures, yeah. right? So we can paint different images in our minds of the future and we can use this empty blank space we have in our mind to create all different kind of things we want to then bring into the actual world. So I think that's also what a vision really is, is, you know, painting that picture in your mind. Yeah, And it's really stepping out of, your conditioned the conditioned picture right because there's a lot of things that we feel we should do or like a vision that we have of our life when you know you get married you get your kids you have a nice job a career a dog i don't know kids <laughs> whatever yeah but that is basically what we learn we should want yes That's kind of how i experienced it and at some point at least for me it was there should be more that f- nagging feeling of there should be more so mm-hmm. what was your first vision that you created So, yeah, I I think that maybe what, in a sense, was a blessing in disguise for me was that I didn't even have much of a conditioned picture, right? I think a lot of people have a conditioned vision. Like, I just, when I was thinking of the future, indeed, I had nothing there. 
it was just blank for me empty. just empty so <laughs> i could like start filling it in kind of without having to kind of destroy much of that conditioning right. perhaps yeah. so yeah what i want to share is that vision creation it's not like you have to create one vision you know it's not like you either have a vision or you don't have a vision i see it more as a skill of right. just like you're you're painting different canvases you can you know paint one canvas and then another and you can start to become better at really tapping into your desires and projecting that into the future. So for me, I, I can't really remember what the first... Actually, I, I do remember now. When I was <laughs> ending my bachelor's, I, I was not tapped into my authentic desires at all. What I think was my first vision was like, what if I want to become a CEO of a big organization? Ooh. That that was my like naive kind of idea, like Wolf of Wall Street. Yes, kind <laughs> of, kind of, uh, because I did like a business bachelor, and you know we learned about this and that, and I was like, what if I want to become a CEO? I was like, I'm with the things I'm doing now, I'm like never gonna become a CEO. So that's how my ball started, like the ball started rolling in my mind. So. We talk a lot about creating a vision. You also mentioned it, it's not like create one vision and that's going to be it, right? You can be creative, discover things, go on with that. Still, sometimes I feel like there's a lot of pressure on that, that if we express our vision that this is something you tell the world and now people expect that to happen. Um, or now people will be asking like, so you said you wanted to be a CEO. How is that going? <laughs> you know? Do you have any tips for creating a vision and not getting stuck in that vision? I don't know. It's it's a balance because if you're always creating different visions and you're never sticking to something, then you're not ever going to achieve anything because you do have to put the, the effort and energy behind something. Yeah. Yet you can also indeed get stuck on a vision. And even though it's unproductive or you're already seeing that it's not working out for you, that you're still chasing it. So it's a delicate balance to walk. All right. <laughs> complicated but that's that's with everything in life i guess it's, there's always a balance in chasing something not getting lost in what you want or what you're chasing and being open to yourself so what if i would want to start creating a vision right now so I, let's say i'm at that point maybe end of my bachelor's or end of my master's and i want to start creating this new open vision for my life what can be the first thing that i do i would first of all spend more time alone with yourself Take yourself out of like the, the busyness of, of life and things. Maybe you could even like book a week somewhere in, in nature and just spend a week there just detaching yourself from your normal things and your normal yeah. conditioning as well. Because then you start to hear your, your inner voice more when you're, when you're alone. Other than that, I would say, as I mentioned before, I think it's a trainable skill. So don't be like, okay, I'm going to sit down today. Or I'm going to come to Martin's workshop, you know, and we're going to make a vision. And this is like the vision for my life. And that's just how we're going to do it. Yeah. It's like a trial and error process. And you don't have to come up with your whole life vision at once. In right? half an hour. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you could also create like smaller visions. Like, you know what, maybe I want to create something small. Maybe I can visualize, you know, that in a month time, I'll, I want my body to look a certain way. Or I want to build a certain friendship with someone. You know, there's all kinds of visions you could create all right starting small i like that i want to take it back a bit to what you said of being alone this is something it really hits me because this is something if i look back at my student time and especially the time after that i wasn't capable of being alone like this is really something that i personally had to learn and it's also what i see with a lot of students that i work with or that i coach that is hard why is that 
so hard to be alone and tune in to yourself like why is it for you as well you said i started doing this when i was 20 at the end of my bachelor's why is this not not something that we can just do um i i think honestly this this whole process of creating a vision and following up on a vision is not the easy path to do right mm. the the easiest path to walk is just to go with the flow so if you want to create something amazing in your life you will have to go through challenges to achieve that so actually stepping out of that and being by yourself is in a sense maybe the first challenge and maybe it's different for different people you know what prevents them from doing it i know that i cared a lot about what other people thought about me yeah. at the time so i was you know especially through high school but also through university i wasn't really listening to myself and my own desires i was mostly listening to yeah what what, what do i think other people are going to think if i do this so just seeing through that mirage for me was yeah starting that process because yeah, we very much grow up in in a society where everything you do is graded hmm. if you learn how to ride a bike here in the netherlands very important you get a diploma for that before you go to high school everything you ever learn gets tested and you pass or you don't yeah do you rem did you have like a tying yeah, i was i was thinking about the, the word like how, how to tie a license Strict diploma. Strict diploma, <laughs> <Yeah>. yes. <laughs> so you get here when you're, I don't know, when you're like four or five, if you learn how to uh, how to tie your license, you, g you get a diploma for that with swimming as well. Also very important in the Netherlands. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you get yes, an ABC sure. diploma. Um, for me, I, I play musical instruments. You also get diplomas for that, you know, levels. It's really so engraved in, in our growing up and everything that we do that it, it gets very tough to do something and not feel like somebody's going to judge you or uh, I have to do it in the right way because I want to I want to pass my vision creation, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's mm -hmm. kind of how it, where you get stuck into. It's like yeah. failing is bad, right? Yeah, like if I say I'm going to do this and I won't do it, like you decided you were going to be a CEO and then uh, maybe a week later you decided, oh, I'm not going to do that. That means you failed because if you don't pass, you fail. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Ah, interesting. I didn't look at it like that. I see that coming back still now. Like I've been in the personal development scene for quite a while <laughs> right now, and I don't have that that much anymore. But still, sometimes I catch those thoughts, and it's usually me judging me now. I don't really care about what other people think of what I do or what I want to do in life. It's nice if people like it, but if they don't, fair enough. You do your own thing. But there's still the, the judgment of yourself. Like, is, is this not too difficult for me? Or I'm just dreaming. Also something, um, is there a difference between dreaming and creating a vision? Like ha having a dream and creating a vision? There was this nice quote about it that I can't recall right now. But it was something along the lines of a vision is an actionable dream. Something like that. I would say maybe you start off more with dreaming and dreaming and goes all over the place. Hmm. I would say a vision is more a, like a one kind of frame you have. It's something you can clearly see in your mind, see the details of. And then if you would be there, you would know that you're there, if that makes sense. Right. So you're like, I want to have this is a materialistic vision. You have all kinds of vision. But if you have the vision like, okay, I want to have 100,000 euros in my bank account. It's more, it's more like a goal. I would say you have a goal, then you have a vision, and then you have a dream. That's and kind the of dream is then, I want to be rich. Yeah, exactly. Which I want can to be also, rich. I mean, I feel pretty rich if I have 100 euros in my bank account. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <So>. <laughs> All right, so spec specify what you want. Then you start creating that vision. 
And then there's a mission, right? If you want to realize that vision, you need mm-hmm. to go on your mission, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. taking those steps. Um, how would you go towards that? Let's say by now, if, if our listeners are starting to create a vision, they're writing it down, have a clear picture of what they want to do. Where do you start? What's the first step? The first step is the first step. Yeah. You could see it as the vision being a certain destination you have. Like if you're traveling, your vision could be destination for example you want to climb a certain mountain and then you have the vision of you know seeing yourself on the top of that mountain so how are you going to get there well you start walking right you start from your current reality you see like okay this is where i want to be this is where i'm at now so what steps can i start taking towards that and maybe not pushing yourself too hard to be there and this is something i have to learn honestly yeah. like to uh to not push yourself too hard because i, I can definitely identify with the the self-judging voice yeah, uh, yeah you were talking about you don't have to run up the mountain in five minutes yes you can yeah. just take a nice easy stroll up there for the next few months as long as you get on top because that's really what what matters right mm-hmm. so if we talk about all the things that you do with realize so you said you're you're mentoring students at the university you give workshops you started a new uh, project with people that is it people that want to have own businesses is that specifically not specifically okay, it's so um, just, just clarifying what people want with their career yeah. and that could be a business could also just be a full-time job whatever so if you from your own experience what is what is the biggest struggle maybe that the, all these young people have or is there even just one or is it just different ones yeah it's hard because we're talking about such a complicated field and everyone is different i think the main thing i would see is just the support in there and actually yeah. taking the time for people to detach and ask these questions that's what I, kind of the mission I'm also trying to fulfill is that in a sense, I'm sad that there was no one in my life that asked me these questions when I was, you know, 15. So I want to provide people with that space, so to speak. Yeah, because you were left even without a conditioned vision. Yes. <laughs> there's really nothing there. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing there. <laughs> Can I maybe touch a bit upon also the, the importance of a vision like in our in our current times? Absolutely. And I'd love Please to hear do. your, your yeah. opinion on this as well. What I see is that we're living in like an unprecedented time right now. Corona is making things more difficult. But in general, in the West, in developed countries, we have reached such a state of abundance that in a sense, it can also be a trap because there is nothing we really need to do, right? Before, if you didn't have a vision yourself, at least you would be taking on, taken on a journey just by the people around you because you you know, had to survive. Nowadays, you don't really have to do much at all. Just g- going through school with like the minimum and then just getting some kind of job that you don't like. You know, you just have to show up. And, yeah. and then besides that, there is all this entertainment and all of these things that are there to kind of distract you from listening to yourself. I will push it even a bit further. Like, especially here in the Netherlands, you don't even have to show up. Like, if you don't show up, there's a social security system that will give you money enough to survive through the month. Uh, and then if you don't want to leave your house anymore, there's somebody that will come to your home, help you with doing your groceries. Like, you don't even have to show up anymore. Yes, very true. So you can totally sit back. And in a way, this is amazing that we've come to this place because we have the freedom to start creating what we want. Yeah. And that's actually what we're told growing up often. 
You know, it's like, oh, you can be who you want to be. You know, that's kind yeah. of the, the baby boomer generation. It's a lie. Yeah. It's a trap. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, then there's no one to, to support you in what you want to do or to help you figure that out. So I would say that creating a vision is especially important in these times because otherwise you can indeed just sit back and, and do nothing. And that's just not going to be the greatest life you can live. Yeah, I think that we've created such a safe space here in our society, which is obviously amazing for surviving. I mean, it's, it's really difficult for anything to happen here. But that also means that we've taken away the chance for ourselves or for anybody in our society to be who they want to be. There's no easy way. I mean, obviously there's a way, but there's, it's not like you're growing up and you will discover what you're good at. You know, back in the day, you would know if you were good at hunting or building a tent or making fire or, you know, there's something that people will see you're good at. That's going to be your place in society because that's who you are and it's who you're meant to be. And that is completely taken away from us because now you're just like you say, we grow up, you go to school and then here, uh, even uh, even in primary school, it start with the first tests and, and there's you're smart or not. You know, but anyways, there's going to be a high school after that, mm -hmm. and after that, some type of university, also different levels. So you have to keep studying, and then there's a job, whatever job that is. Yeah, and then there's some social things that you do and just happen, and that's it. So it's really difficult to discover who am I and what do I want to do if it doesn't fit in that route that has been there, and people expect me to walk on, or I'm supposed to walk on, because if you get off, that gets some resistance usually from, mm -hmm. uh, from mm -hmm. people around you although i think back in the day it was more that the route was so cemented that you couldn't really even choose you know if your father or your mother had a certain job it was already since you were young you were either going to become that or if you were a rebel you were doing like one of two or three other things yeah right <laughs> you know but now it's like you can become anything you want right yeah you can become anything you want and that's kind of leaves us with that big black hole of nothing exactly because there's just too many options yes and then what do you do when there's that many options yeah yeah i really feel that when i was in that space leaving leaving my studies i was also thinking about doing a master's because what else am i going to do <laughs> you know or the other option was traveling because that's usually what people do study more or travel if you don't have that job yet a few years later i started my business four years ago i started the consciousness coaching and a student life coaching about two years ago that's when it really hit me when I knew this is, this is it this is what I've been looking for all my life probably mm -hmm. something now patterns or things that I see you know when I remember in primary school things that I did or the way that I approached people the type of questions I would ask my teachers the type of projects I would do as a kid outside now it all makes sense Yes. Because you're aligned with yourself and you feel like that that is my skill, that is my talent, that is exactly. what I am supposed to do and what I want to do and what I love to do. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love how you phrase that, that if you look back, now all of a sudden it makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I, I have the same as well if I look back at my life now. Yet the crazy thing is that if we're, you know, in that space of, you know, seeing the black hole as, yeah. a, as the future, <laughs> then if people ask us, like, what do you like doing? I don't know how but for you, but for me, I was like, I have no clue what I want to do. But that would also be one of my tips for the listeners. If you look at your life as a movie, you could see that you have around 80 years of this movie. You could go yeah. around and each day could be, or each year could be like a minute in this in this movie. You're now, however old you are, and in your in your memory, you've recorded so much 
content. Yeah. Imagine if you would now go back, rewind that whole memory bank and start from when you were just born and would look at that movie with a question in mind, what is authentic to this person to do? I think if you would sit through all those years of watching that movie and you would be taking like rigorous notes, I'm sure you would come up with a pretty clear direction for that person. So I think each person already has a lot inside them. It's just about bringing that out. Yeah, it's, it's about bringing it back. Because mm-hmm. I see with my nieces, they're four and six now. Little kids, man, I don't know if, if anybody who's listening has little kids around them, just sit back and observe them because they are their own. You know, that's a specific thing. They haven't learned not to be themselves yet. I see it with my niece that is six now. It's starting that process of learning how to behave. And I wouldn't say that that school or society is taking her character away, but you are learning, you know, how you are supposed to behave. Four-year-old, she's a bit younger. She's just starting school now, so she's not there yet. But you see it happening. And for me, like you say, it's very clear for me now with both of them what type of people they are. And I can already mm-hmm. see, like, one of them is more like a philosopher, uh, not caring much, discovering, you know, breaking boundaries everywhere. The other one is very much a caring person. I have no clue what they're going to do in their lives, but you can see this is, like, the way that they are going you know this is just a type of person that she is Mm -hmm. Um, and I think that is something that we get disconnected with and then at some point we have to find that back and if you do that's when the fun starts yes exactly (laughs) all right awesome Uh, thank you Martin for this beautiful conversation let's wrap it up what do you want to share with our listeners like less tips or less message or anything anything Um, left to say in preparation for this this workshop I wrote down um, my vision Like I I sat down for half an hour and I just tried to capture it. And if I would write it on a different day, maybe it would be slightly different. But I'd like to to share that with the listener. Yeah, please do. I am all in on life. I want to become a true master of life. Living life to its fullest. Developing a deep understanding and love for existence itself. Coming to a place where just being is enough. Having overcome all my inner obstacles and my immaturities. Or at least as much as I can and embracing the rest. Knowing that I have given it my full effort. Coming to a place where I'm truly proud of myself and can love myself unconditionally. And from this place of peace and satisfaction I want to create. Creating a place where others can choose how they want to shape their life. Providing young people with a space to go inside and ask themselves deep questions. A place in nature to learn and explore. That's beautiful. Thank you so much for sharing that. Uh, Martin, we're going to see you at the Energizer event, the 9th of January, 2021, next year. Sounds so far away, but (laughs) it's pretty soon. Uh, I'm very much looking forward to your vision creation workshop. And thank you for the conversation today, all the tips, your wonderful story. Yeah, keep creating those visions. Awesome. Thank you for having me, Katinka. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Student Life Podcast. Do you know another topic that you feel needs to be discussed? Or is there maybe a challenge in your student life you would like to talk about? Well, don't wait any longer and get in touch with me. You can send an email to info at vankancoaching.com or find Student Life Coaching on Instagram and Facebook. And maybe I will talk to you in the next episode of the Student Life Podcast.